Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today, it's exciting. We're in a complete lockdown of America, and in fact, I think it's a third of the world is locked in under state arrest. So let's take a breather and look at the science behind this. Okay, now, the way to control the population, and this is, this is literally a way how to brainwash a planet, is to say something and repeat it over and over and over and over again so that you get desensitized to it. This is works really well with violence and TV. But have you heard, stay home, stay safe? Uh, this is the new normal, possible flattening of the curve. Once we get the vaccine, we can open our economy, protect your family, stay home. Have you heard of that stuff? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so... This is not April Fool's, okay, but when you look at it, what is going on currently? Millions of people have lost their jobs. Why? Because we let the government dictate and shut us down. Now, is this the, the plague, the bubonic plague? Is this uh, the 1918 flu pandemic? Do, are these draconian measures effective, safe, or even necessary? doesn't matter. Your government abolished your constitution and decided to close all non-essential services. Who decides? The government decided. Thank you. Tens of thousands of small businesses are closed. Will they open? I have no idea. Nobody does. And then how do you go back to normal? When you have educated the public that they have to be afraid of each other, that they have to have six foot of distance, that just breathing air without a filter can cause a deadly disease, that this disease can be, it can be if you touch something, you have to wipe it out. You know, you got to wipe it off and, wipe, and, 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 and lock yourself in your room. Stay at home, stay safe, protect others. This is like an OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, is hit everyone, everyone. I went to go buy a couple of Eric's for scuba, and the guy talking to me behind a locked door uh, said, you have to have a mask to come in here. And I said, you're shitting me. And he says, no, the health department has already come by a couple of times. So it, it's so I, luckily I had a piece of sail cloth um, in my car. So I just wrapped it around my head. And I said, is this good? He said, yep, come on in. Uh, think of this. Three quarters, three quarters of American population has been subject to some form of house arrest. That's house arrest. That's, that's stay at home. People are being fined, arrested, and jailed for violating. Um, that means groups of more than 10, spaces of less than six feet. This means our constitution of freedom of assembly, freedom of speech is no longer there. And then we have public leaders, leaders like the, the um, mayor of L.A., saying, turn in your neighbors. Then we have Governor Newsom okay, of California. You're locking down everything. Are all states doing that? Was this really needed? We have to remember this because the leaders 
their actions, we can vote them out. The only reason you're locked in your house and you're putting the mask on and you're going to turn your neighbor in for violating the stay at home because they actually walked their dog in a park or they walked on the beach, turn in that neighbor is because of the leaders that are currently in power. Now, attendance at religious services are forbidden altogether. Uh, and even if you do have a get-together, it's limited to 10 people. Is I mean, that should make you drop your cup of coffee. Like, if you've been sailing around the world, been away from any type of news for the last month, and I said they closed all the churches and synagogues and mosques, uh, you would think there's crazy. Well, it gets worse. Social unrest now is in Italy. So we're seeing riots over there. In the Philippines, their president, who is crazy, warned troublemakers who violate the corona lockdown rules um, that they will be shot dead. That's right. Listen to this quote. My orders to the police and military, if there is trouble and there is an occasion that they fight back and your lives are in danger, shoot them dead. Is that understood? Dead. Instead of causing trouble, I will bury you. That's the president of a country. Um, let me tell you, Filipinos, if you get a chance, vote that son of a bitch out. And I got to tell you, unless our government starts to be responsible for its actions, we vote them out. And if not, then we change the country. And, and luckily, think of this, think of this. You were allowed to go to a fast food store. Okay, you are not allowed to go to communion. You are allowed to stand in line at a supermarket, but you're not allowed to stand in line in a church. Uh, that's, that, that should blow your mind. Then the World Health Organization, and these guys are worse than the CDC, they say they may have to start, and this is from April 6th, to come into people's homes, that the stay-at-home order isn't um, good enough that now people inside their own homes. So they're going to take them out of the home. Okay. And this didn't make the news. We know that the United Kingdom is now posting anti, if you post anti-vaccine propaganda on social media, that could become a criminal offense. And so let, let's look at America for a second. Now, nine states have refused to impose lockdowns. Why? That's right. Nine states have improved lockdowns. Now, I happen to be in California, and this is a lockdown for a while. Luckily, I'm an essential business, so you know we're still open seeing people. Arkansas had no statewide lockdowns, and as of this article, which I got a couple of days ago, 14 deaths. Iowa had 14 deaths and no statewide lockdown. Nebraska had eight, no statewide lockdown. North Dakota, three deaths. Oklahoma, 42 deaths. Southern California, or Southern Carolina, um, South Carolina, 40 deaths. South Dakota, two deaths, no statewide lockdowns. Utah, eight deaths. Wyoming, zero deaths. Now, when you know that in America, in America, 7,700 people die every day, Every day, from gunshots, stabbings, falls, heart attacks, cancers, whatever. 
Now, one of the reasons that, that you should be concerned and think about government conspiracy, and I do not like talking about conspiracies, but the national vital statistics, and this is how people actually keep stats. Um, this is a letter to medical doctors to have a new billing code for COVID. And they say uh, the underlying cause uh, the underlying cause depends on what the conditions were reported on the death certificate. Okay, here's the new rule. However, the rules and coding selection underlying the death expected in COVID-19 being the underlying cause more often than not. And I know what I just said is they're asking the doctors to write down COVID whether it was pos uh, the cause or not. See, if somebody has a heart attack, but they still test positive for COVID, that's a COVID disease. If somebody was hit by a bus, but they're testing positive, that's COVID disease. It's because you've got to get the numbers up. Now, this is off of the National Vital Statistics, dated March 24th. That's, that's why you see a spike in, in um, diagnoses, by the way, too, in America. Quote, COVID should be reported on death certificate for all descendants where disease um, caused or is assumed to have caused or contributed to the death. That's right. COVID should be reported on death certificates for everybody that died, whether it caused the, the disease caused the death or is assumed to have caused it or has contributed to the death. Do you think that that's real accuracy in reporting or do you think maybe there's something else going on? So let's just look at America. 28% of all U.S. counties have no cases, none. 80% uh, of all U.S. counties, that's 80% of all of America, 25 cases or less. 86% of all cases are located in just 6% of U.S. counties. Uh, you know, how come this isn't being out there? that the majority of cases are, it's not there. But let's look at global deaths. Like if you look at what is actually killing most of the people in the world and is it worth it to crash the economy or is there some other reason? And I'm going to tell you that reason. Corona deaths, and this is from January to March, around 35,000 people around the world have died from, from coronavirus. Uh, now, mothers during childbirth in that same time frame, 75,000, a little bit more than double. Seasonal flu, 118,000, a little bit more than triple. Malaria, 240,000, a little bit more than eight times. Suicides, uh, 262,000. Uh, traffic accidents, that's tenfold more. H uh, 330,000. So when you look at these diseases, it's crazy. Well, let's just take a step back for a second, because we had another pandemic just a few years ago. It was called the swine flu pandemic. Now, the WHO profited immensely. They used scare tactics to, to uh, promote the sales of a lot of vaccines and things. Now, they were saying up to 7 million people could die without the vaccines. In reality, from April 2009 to April 2010, there were 60 million cases, 
274,000 hospitalizations and 12,000 deaths. Wait a second. The WHO said 7 million people were going to die, and in reality, only about 12,000. Now, the WHO, they have an influenza pandemic plan. And this was designed right back in 1999, and it was heavily influenced by the drug company. Now, the Council of Europe Parliamentary Assembly, PACE, questioned the World Health Organization's handling of the 2009 swine flu pandemic, saying its, its recommendations to stockpile antivirals and vaccines wasted public funds. And what this council concluded was overwhelming evidence that the seriousness of the pandemic was vastly overrated by the WHO. And the drug industry had influenced the organizations and making of this. When, when you look at this, the World Health Organization is funded um, by about 25% of its members. 75% is by voluntary contributions. And I'm going to have a couple of slides on that, but you're going to see a huge number of the con uh, contributors, uh, vaccine manufacturers and pharmaceutical industry. So what's the purpose of all this fear? Let's go back to uh, Joseph Goebbels. Okay, we're talking Hitler era. Quote, there was no point in seeking to convert the intellectuals, for intellectuals would never be converted and would anyway always yield to the stronger. Um, and this will always be the man in the street. Arguments must therefore be crude, clear, and forcible, and appeal to emotions and instincts, not intellect. The truth was unimportant and entirely subordinate to tactics and psychology. Okay, so what's going on now? When you go to the store and a person is wearing rubber gloves and a mask, now could you intellectually approach this person and say, look, you know, you're breathing in air, we have viruses all around us, and that this virus is no deadlier than the flu, and that statistics and the fear factor is crazy. That will weaken your immune system response, that the response to this virus is not in, in harmony with the deadliness of it, okay? You could say that. Would that work? No, because the person wearing the mask wants to be part of the group. They want to conform. They, they've been told that this, this, they have to keep six-foot distance. And if they don't, they can spread it. Even though they're healthy, they can catch it and spread it. And you've got so this fear. So Goebbels was right. Okay, it's literally, you cannot convert these people using intellectual thoughts. So what we have to do in order to change our world, now I can give you a lot of facts on, on infectious rate, death rates, um, data, and we've done this on every talk, talking about how, how the PCR test is 80% in false positives, uh, how this, this is a virus that's similar to um, the coronavirus that causes the common flu and cold. Uh, we can talk about death rates from the influenza that doesn't have an entire shutdown and how shutting down doesn't make any sense. Um, so what do we do? We have to change the belief system. And to change a belief system, uh, you have to build up new evidence. But like uh, Goebbels said, and, and the, the guy was accurate, 
there's no point in seeking to convert intellectuals. Uh, the arguments have to be crude, clear, and forcible. And, and sure enough, so we have to change our approach to changing belief system. Because a belief is your perception plus evidence plus time. Now, we have nobody that's scared of the 2009 swine flu anymore because that was 11 years ago. We have a huge amount of people now. So the time and, and what people did during this time of psychosis uh, will give them more evidence. What we have to do is realize that we're in the trenches now. And that's, that's when I came to the realization this weekend of Shackleton. Now, this was 1914. And he went on um, an exploration mission to South America. Now, their ship got stuck in ice, got crushed, and sunk. Now, his crew made it. 634 days, cold, clammy, hungry, desolate, isolation. They made it. Uh, I mean, we're talking nearly two years, 634 days on their own. And how did they all survive? And this is what we're in now, because right now you are at the start of either the government taking absolute total control of us or we take our control back. Doesn't matter. We're still going to have a huge economic influence from this. Plus, think of what we have coming on. We've got to change. We've got to change these people that are walking around with masks and gloves and social distancing. I was walking on the beach and I had this girl walking her dog wearing a mask and she stepped further away so we would have that six foot distance. Now, even though that isn't based in science, it's completely based in fear. And she was told, so how do you say one day you have to stay six feet away and watch your neighbor and turn your neighbor in to the next day saying, oh, it's all better. Hug your neighbor. Go back to church. It, it, it's, it's, your efforts got the crisis averted. Do you think that these people are – because now the government's in a bind. They've got to build this fear over several months so that you can buy a vaccine, and they can control you. Now they're controlling you, except now the government is going to run out of money. No problem there. The government's just going to print money. So what does that mean? That means our economy and your dollars aren't worth much. So we have to realize what world we're going into. Massive government control, um, unless we take it back. Uh, financial ruin, unless we take it back. Okay, And loss of social connection unless we take it back. So just like Shackleton survived, okay, in, in the Arctic, and, and you got to read, read this book. I mean, it's just, just brilliant. Because when they would go hunting seals, he would tell them only hunt enough seals for the food that we need right now. So he get, they, we got six points of Shackleton surviving in this um, harsh environment that everybody made it. We have to do the same. Number one, cultivate optimism in yourself. Uh, know what you can do. Now, let's say that you're, you're working for a business that might not reopen. Okay, you do have certain skills. 
Look to see if perhaps you could go back and learn something. Um, to start, if you have an ability to make jewelry or, or home crafts or to start doing barter systems. Uh, if you're a kid, and, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but see if you can start mowing lawns on your neighbor's households. And if they're freaked out, bitching, put a mask on and just, uh, just offer your services. Um, see what you can do right now with what you have. So cultivate optimism in yourself. Stay grounded in reality. That's another one. And when you look at being grounded in reality, look at things for what they are. Because what right now people are thinking, oh my God, what do I do in a month? What do I do now? What do I do uh, right now? When will the stores open? When will I be able to go back to work? Hey, that's in the future. It's not happening. Stay grounded in reality right now. So what are you looking at? Do you have food in the house? Uh, God knows there's enough toilet paper hoarded. <laughs> so, so do you have a water source in case water and power gets interrupted? Uh, is there electronic like 5G around, which weakens your immune system? Perhaps you should think about talking to the state or government to get that out. If that doesn't work, look about moving to an area that has less 5G. Uh, look at your home. Do you have things that you can get rid of? Um, if there's a catastrophe or damage, can you get out? Do you have a backpack or to-go bag? Do you have your passport? Uh, do you have things that you can leave your home with? So stay grounded in reality. Don't be afraid of what's coming up. Just be cautious about it. Number three is hugely important. Be aware of your self-talk. Um, and this, this is why I love neurolinguistic programming, super, super important, where you actually do a self-talk exercise 10 minutes, three times a day. And when you start talking with your friends about fear, anxiety, fear, anxiety, rights taken away, that, that creates uh, chemicals because emotions are chemicals secreted by how the brain perceives the environment. And that can alter your immune system response. Number four, find outlets for your own feeling. Um, journal, look at your friends, find a coach, something, connect with people. Uh, if you're still scared about touching people or getting within six feet, get outside in the sun and sit, talk with someone and discuss it. But look at yourself, talk, cultivate optimism in your health. And let go of guilt. We have all made mistakes. It, you, the only person that's never made a mistake has never made anything. And so you may say, God, I wish I was more prepared for this. Or, or I wish I had converted some cash to gold. Or I wish I had developed certain skill sets. Or, hey, you know, remember what um, Teddy Roosevelt said, said. Do what you can with what you have where you are. So let go of guilt and mistakes, and, and also, uh, if you can, and let go of guilt and mistakes, be aware of self-talk. These are all from Shackleton. Um, I'm going to add one in here. It's let go of judgments, because if you're looking at people wearing a mask as ignorant, okay, absolutely, they are. They have a different belief system. Okay, and they're they're afraid of even breathing in or connecting with someone, so they have no knowledge of what viruses are or what immune system is. 
just love them. Send out love. And, and this is like biblical, too. Uh, what's one of the things you got to give away to keep? Hey, that's love. So let go of guilt and connect with others. And the sixth one, uh, long-term goals and short-term milestones. Uh, this is hugely important. So set a long-term goal of having your job back, paying your bills, doing something. But let's set short-term milestones. Your work might not be there. So develop certain skill sets. Look at what you can do right now. Um, can you, you know, um, garden? Can you grow your own food? Do you have any pots? Um, can you can you get out there and help the family doing something? Can you set up a community? Maybe your neighbor has a yard, but they don't have the skill set to grow a victory garden or home garden like they did in the World War II era. So look around, develop a community with your neighbors. So see who has seeds, see who has water, see who has, um, you know, perhaps an electronic device so that you can uh, get news if the power goes out. So talk with your neighbors, connect with people. Hugely important. So the six points uh, that we that Shackleton learned and taught us. Number one, cultivate optimism in yourself. Number two, stay grounded in reality. Number three, be aware of your self-talk. Number four, find outlets for your feelings. Number five, let go of guilt. Learn from your mistakes. Number six, learn long-term goals and short-term milestones. And you will get through this. And, and I got to tell you about the hope too. Finally, people are waking up. Okay, uh, Ohio. They were doing massive protests, 75 protesters gathered around the state house. And what did they say? What were their signs saying? My constitutional rights are essential. That's an essential business. We have personal freedoms that he has to be there. Um, their signs said, Ohio dies when the government lies. Their signs said, quarantine the sick, not the Constitution. A, a, another sign said, a free people in a pandemic are still a free people. Absolutely. People are finding their voice. Um, protesters take the streets in Paris. Okay, thank God. We're looking at, at riots in Italy. As well, people are going to take back the government. Take it back. Okay, take back your rights. When you look at, at the CDC numbers, I mean, we're supposed to have, you know, dead people in the streets right now. And now there's a couple of challenges. When you go to the CDC site, okay, and data has of April 13th, they have 6,900 deaths from corona. Now, if you look at the CDC.gov site, in cases, they said total deaths are 20,000. Uh, perhaps they're looking at the other District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, something, but there's, there's a discrepancy there. Now, what do they say? Pneumonia deaths this year has of April 13th, 38,000 people have died of pneumonia. Uh, so, so where's the numbers coming from? Now, we can look, they're saying that, that between 6,900 and 20,000 have died of this. Let's look back to 2018-19 flu season, you know, last year's flu season. How many people got sick? 
42 million, according to the CDC. How many people were hospitalized? 647,000. How many people died? 61,000 died of last year's flu. So minimum, more than three times would have died from the COVID so far. And was there any shutdown? No. People are starting to realize this. They're starting to understand. So when the numbers do not add up, what have the government been telling you? Well, it's going to be 2 million are going to die without mitigation. So stay at home, save lives, wear a mask, wear gloves. Okay, really? We didn't wear masks or gloves on the last one. And this is a coronavirus, which is pretty much no different than any other coronavirus. Okay, and so now what is it? Uh, it's time to take back our health. Now, realize that they have this entire panic, and the government is literally telling you, once we get the vaccine, we're going to get it out there now, um, and then you can go back to work. However, in February 4th, February 4th, that's you know right when the crisis was starting, uh, the Department of Health and Human Services uh, had a notice of declaration under the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act for medical countermeasures. They now provide liability from immunity or Im immunity from liability for activities related to medical countermeasures. That means that any vaccine that they come out with does not need to be tested and can be put forth on the public without any fear of liability for the manufacturer. Now, we are going to get into the, to the vaccine a lot more tonight. But right now, for goodness sake, look at this with common sense. This is a total manipulation of the public. Uh, we really need to take back our, our rights. The government is only in power because we allow it. The government is only in power because we allow it. We now need to start meeting, marching, taking over, taking back our, our, our towns, our cities. You can do it. You can do it. It's been done before. It's just time to wake people up. Wake people up. Get the gloves off, and I mean the rubber gloves. Get out there and start get connecting with people. This is Dr. John Bergman, your voice of reason. God bless you. I love you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.